The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including ACLA Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Clean Energy Advisors. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing, and our guest today is Aria Finger. She's the CEO and, you'll notice, chief old person of DoSomething.org. Uh, Aria, I think you're 35. Is that right? Just 34. Don't age me. <laughs> so I'm curious about how you get to be the chief old person of anything at age 34. Uh, well, first of all, I am I am proud of my uh, my title of chief old person. Uh, but as I tell people that here at Do Something, anyone over age 25 is officially an old person, and we're proud of it. Uh, that's because most of our members are 16, 17, and 18, and they think I'm officially ancient, and so I will happily take that moniker. Yeah, yeah. I, I confess, even my son recently told me that he and his girlfriend, my son is 27, and and he and his uh, girlfriend have another couple friends that are, uh, I think, in their early 40s, and they call them their grown-up friends. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I get it. Uh, listen, um, you have tackled something interesting, I think really profound this week. Uh, this week we're celebrating two big things. Uh, MLK Day, Martin Luther King's birthday, is celebrated on the third Monday in January. Um, and really, MLK has um, captured the full heart and mind, I think, of Americans. I mean, he, he is a beloved figure on par uh, with Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. Mm -hmm. And this week, we will also be paying, frankly, even more attention to the inauguration of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And Donald Trump and Martin Luther King really couldn't be much more different. Uh, if, if we tried to think of two people who were different, we, we couldn't come up with much more different. And, and so you tried to find a way to unify Americans around this. Tell us what you're doing this week. So this week is our week of action for our campaign, uh, A New Year, A New Us. So starting in January, we actually asked young people to build resolution walls in their communities, in their local communities, at community centers or schools or churches, and had other young people post up sticky notes of saying what they're looking for in the world, whether they want their community to be safer or happier or more unified or less discrimination. And so we crowdsourced all of those ideas and they sent in amazing photos of what they were doing. And then this week, we launched a week of action. And so each day this week, we are sending out to you know tens of thousands of young people a new thing that they can do to make a measurable change on their local community. That is so cool. Uh, so give us some examples of what, uh, where these things are, the, the messaging is going on, how it's going on, and then give us some, well, do that. Tell us where this is going on. 
Sure. So do something. Uh, we actually have members in every area code of the United States. So it's literally going on everywhere. Um, and it's going on in members' local communities. But then, of course, they're amplifying it with social media. So they're posting it on Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, every social media platform that you can think of, because it's one thing to do it yourself, but then you want to inspire other young people to get involved. Well, it is uh, very cool. Now, what are some examples of things that the young people uh, are proposing to do this week? Yeah. So just yesterday was one of my favorite days of action. Um, it was a campaign called Pride Over Prejudice. And it was a campaign that celebrated where you're from, because we are all immigrants. We are all uh we are all new to the United States, except for Native Americans who were who were here first. And so we had young people sort of shout loud and proud about where they're from. And the photos were just amazing. I mean, not only did you get young people, you know, talk with their parents taking photos, but you have a photo of a girl who's holding up Mexico, the girl next to her who's holding up France, then her, uh, her friend is holding up Sweden and talking about how where you're from doesn't define you. And sometimes where you're from does define a lot of your characteristics. And even to do something employees who sit next to each other every day did this campaign yesterday and found out that their parents and grandparents were from the same 500 person town in Italy so that maybe they're related. How oh wonderful. Oh, the connections that you can make, um, you know, by talking about where you're from and how that affects you. Yeah, it is an interesting thing in America that there, there's some controversy around this, but it seems that uh, in, in America, the optimal strategy is to find the right way to, to celebrate our differences and, and build more things that we share together. Yeah, well, you know, I think that there's so many things that we share together and you can find common ground on so much. You know, we're all parents, we're all children, we're all care about poverty, we all, so it's sort of silly to say that we have nothing in common, um, And but that doesn't trivialize the differences. So I actually think both of those things are, um, are critically important and the groups we belong to certainly don't define us. Well, I'm, I'm curious. How on earth you came to be the CEO and chief old person to do something? Uh, mostly luck. And I mean that, uh, you know, everyone, everyone always says like, oh, that's false humility. You worked hard. Yeah, I worked my butt off, uh, but I had so much luck along the way. I was very lucky to find right out of college. I was looking for an amazing nonprofit job in New York, and I found my way to a six-person organization called Do Something, not even do something.org at the time because, you know, we were barely, uh, we barely had a website. Um, and I worked for the last uh, 11 years with the amazing CEO, Nancy Lublin. And last year when she moved on, I was lucky enough to take over. And now we have, you know, 60 full-time staff members and, and over 5.5 million members. So it's, it's been incredible being part of uh, the growth trajectory um, and also just reaffirms sort of my positive view on the world, which is, which is really nice. Yeah, that's cool. Now, I wonder if you would um, tell us a little bit about the organization more broadly and what it does. So the whole purpose of Do Something is to activate young people, uh, typically high school students, college students, uh, to take action on the causes that they care about. And that's important for two reasons. One is when you volunteer, you materially change yourself. 
you become more confident, you're more likely to be a leader, you become entrepreneurial, you have more grit. There's all sorts of wonderful ways. Uh, you're happier, less likely to be depressed. Volunteering changes you. It's selfish. Um, but then equally important is that there's so many issues that affect young people where their voices aren't heard. You know, there's, um, there's a crisis in this country in which we suspend and expel students in this country, especially students of color, at disproportionate rates. And yet we don't hear from any students in that, um, you know, in that debate. So in March, Do Something is launching a campaign called Suspended for What? That is all about this issue. And we're making sure that the voices of young people are heard. So at its very core, we activate these really passionate young people and give them ways to make a difference in their community. Now, one of the things you've done as CEO is to launch TMI, Too Much Information. It's a database about young people that you use for marketing. And, and I'm describing this horribly. You tell us what TMI is. Sure. Well, so over the years, Do Something realized that we have all of this incredible information on young people, what causes they care about, what social platforms they use to you know, spread, their, um, spread the cause news, uh, anything you could possibly imagine. And we were keeping it ourselves. And we thought, one, wow, we could really affect every issue. We could help every not-for-profit. We could help all these companies that are launching CSR initiatives. Um, but then, two, as a not-for-profit, we always are looking for sustainable revenue streams. And so this could be an amazing sustainable revenue stream for us. So we really launched TMI, Too Much Information, um, as a consultancy that is at the intersection of young people and social change. And so brands, not-for-profits who are looking to, you know, do amazing social change initiatives, um, but need, you know, some strategy, some advice, that sort of thing. They come to TMI uh, and we've been lucky enough to work with, you know, some really incredible partners. Oh, fantastic. Well, Aria, you are revered. You are honored. You are old. old. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you look up to as a role model? This is so hard because there's too many, but I will choose someone who's also in the not-for-profit space um, who I have admired from afar for a long time. Um, criminal justice uh, in particular is an issue that I'm very passionate about. It sort of brings all of my um, sort of values together. The you know idea that we should fight inequality and the discrimination that's built into our criminal justice system. And you know we have to sort of tear down the oppression that is a legacy of, of so many years. And one person in particular, and, and I'm not alone in revering him, uh, but Brian Stevenson, who's the CEO of the Equal Justice Initiative, EJI, um, is such an inspiration to me because he's someone who came from humble beginnings and he got a scholarship to Harvard Law School, you know, on his incredible merit, intellect and hard work. And so many people would go off to a fancy law firm and make millions of dollars. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone needs to find their own path. Um, but he didn't do that at all. Uh, he, you know, went down and said, I am, I am sick that young people under 18 are being, you know, sentenced to death. I am sick that these people are in jail and prison who shouldn't be. And he's been fighting for it um, all his life. And so he's a, he's a real inspiration about how you can use your gifts uh, to, to make a measurable impact on the world. Now, that's fantastic. I appreciate you sharing that great role model. Now, you could be doing anything. You're a bright, capable person. You said when you graduated from college, you were looking for a nonprofit job. Why on earth did you want to do that? Yeah, I think because I was stubborn. 
uh, I like to say I was an economics major in school. And so a lot of my friends were going off to, you know, investment banking or consulting or what have you, again, which is totally fine. Um, and they told me that nonprofits were inefficient, ineffective, sort of all of the, the slams that is uh, sometimes put on the nonprofit sector. And I wanted to prove them wrong. Uh, and I'm lucky that I come from a family, you know, my mom's a teacher, my dad, Vietnam War protester, lifelong sort of education proponent. Um, so that was, yeah, that was something that was important to me as part of my family. Um, and I'm just really lucky that I found an entrepreneurial, tech-savvy, um, sort of business-friendly um, not-for-profit that, that I think used my skills well. You know, fantastic. Now, I want to know what your superpower is. <laughs> um, my superpower is that I, I, I will and want to talk about everything. So I walked in the door this morning and when people didn't ask me, when people didn't ask me how I got this scar on my face, I got a scar yesterday. Um, I was like, what, why are you asking about it? Why are we talking about this? Um, so I am the person who is direct and blunt and will talk to people about anything. Um, and that is my superpower power, but it is also my kryptonite. And I, I truly believe that, that most people's superpower and kryptonites go, um, go hand in hand. I, won't tell you what my superpower is, but I will tell you that it is also my kryptonite. I totally get that. Really get that. Thank you. Now, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Before you go, tell us how people can learn more about this week's activities, how people can learn more about DoSomething.org, and how they can connect with you personally. Yes. So if you go to DoSomething.org slash unity, that is the central hub for our New Year, New Us campaign. Uh, you can also text JOIN to 38383, uh, but DoSomething.org is the hub of everything we do. And you can you know, follow me on Twitter at Aria Irene or shoot me an email. I'm just Aria at DoSomething.org. Fantastic. Well, Aria, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We love what you're doing and wish you every success in building unity in America. Thank you. Appreciate it. All righty. Let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Clean Energy Advisors creates investment opportunities in the renewable energy sector that provide clients with a predictable income, preservation of capital, and positive impact. Clean Energy Advisors is committed to providing clients with investment opportunities with both market rates of return and measurable impact. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes 
by searching for your mark on the world. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other change maker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.